Welcome to the Strategic Planning Podcast with financial coach Mike Flanders. With more than 40 years of experience in the financial services industry, Mike knows the X's and O's that'll help you achieve your financial goals. It's time for the Strategic Planning Podcast. Hey everybody, back for another edition of the podcast. You're checking out the Strategic Planning Podcast with Mike Flanders and myself, and we're going to talk about some things that don't really seem like they matter until they do. Ah. <laughs> and, and and then they might be pretty important, Mike. So we're going to get into a couple of biggies here this week. But what's going on, my friend? How you doing? Yeah, I had a situation like that uh, just occurred the other day. I was uh, had gone to a restaurant with one of my associates to uh, meet, and um, it was, I mean, it was in the morning. It was freezing cold in there. And I, so I asked the waitress, uh, I said, uh, hey, could you maybe pop the... Uh, air up just a little bit. I know you can get hot back in the kitchen, but it is just freezing in here. And so she went and came back a little bit later. She says, well, you know, and, and this was at the farmer's market here in Guilford County. She says, I really can't change the thermostat. We're owned by the state and they won't let us change the thermostat. I said, no, what's what? that? the Soviet States of America or what? I mean, let's call the governor asking, hey, can we change our thermostat, please? Wow. <laughs> well, you know, it didn't matter until it really mattered. And I was freezing. I said, well, just bring me one of those tablecloths over. I'll wrap up it and I'll be good. So, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty amazing funny. how little things like that can affect you. Yeah. Right. Well, it's like, uh, you know, I, I thought dads were bad. You know, growing up, there's all those great dad jokes, and I was one of them as well. It's like uh, someone, you know, who touched the thermostat, right? It's like you yeah, know, you, yeah, you, you had, don't you kids don't be touching that thermostat, you know, <laughs> don't don't be turning up the heat or turning on the AC or whatever. You there know, you I set it to whatever number, and then you know the kids would come along and do it, and it was like your dad radar went off. Uh, maybe that's the same thing. Maybe the state's radar goes off. Hey, it must be. Yeah, yeah it must that's be. what it is. Uh, okay, so some things that don't matter till they do, like you just mentioned that one: fire extinguishers. Um, I don't really think about them. They're in your house until you, you know, you don't really think about it at all. It's not not a big deal till you need one. Then it's a big deal. Uh, airbags in your car, right? You know, smoke alarms, things like that. So you get the idea, right, folks? There's these things that we have in life that we're just like, okay, whatever, what? Not a big deal. And then when you need one, you're like, oh, this is this is a huge deal. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad that I have one. Well, let's talk about a few of those financially speaking. Legal documents. Man, Mike, this is boring, right? I mean, who, oh, wants, to, who wants to talk about wills or trusts or power of attorneys? That's right. Well, you know, I know I recently updated mine sometime last year. Um, and it had been a number of years. And it was really interesting when I finally got gumption to do something about it. Um, I looked at what I had in place in preparation for kind of reviewing with my attorney. And I realized, oh my goodness, my trustee, my trust is dead. And I was like, Yikes. whoa. And, and, and when I had done this before, you know, I didn't have a backup name. So, I mean, you really don't think about it on a day-to-day basis. I mean, there's a lot of stuff around finances and all that people don't think of on sure. a day-to-day basis. So, this is one, though, that you just kind of like keep putting off because you figure, oh, yeah, that's way out in the distance and all. But I mean, I don't know. Uh, I've run across different people that get referred to me and they're in a situation where they're incapacitated and not them maybe, but their spouse or a, yeah. a family member. Car accident or who knows what or something. Anything can happen. Yeah. Right? And they need to do some things that require that person's ability to take some action. And from a legal standpoint, they can't because they are either in, incompetent or they can't actually sign something. They just not able to do so physically or whatever the case may be. Uh, I was with someone recently that uh, from a cognitive basis was not competent. And 
So trying to get them to sign their name and they could they physically can make marks on the page, but couldn't make things come together. That is a scary point for people. Sure. And you don't want to be having to try and figure out how to overcome this obstacle in the midst of it. Especially so, when it's so easy to fix this, right? Mike? Oh, yeah, it really is. It like, really I mean, is. I imagine you were probably when you did it yourself, you were like, wow, this is this is terribly oh. easy. Why did I wait this long? Yeah. I mean, I didn't have to do anything except just talk a little bit with my attorney who asked me some great questions, got me to consider a few things that really they were easy decisions to make once I had it put out the way he he framed it for me. Yeah. And then he did all the work and all I had to do is show up and sign some documents, you know, um, and, and he reviewed them with me and helped me understand what we were doing. And it, it, it was really great. And, you know, the, the thing about it is when we were done, and we put the pins down and he wrapped it up and he said, I'll get you your book, your documents together. We'll file all these, record all these doc- these uh, deeds and so forth. Is the sense of relief and accomplishment right. was right. so great. I was yeah. like, this was a good day. This was a really good day. I just encourage everybody to enjoy that kind of feeling. <laughs> and it's so easy to do. I mean, you're a financial advisor. So, I mean, it's look, it's easy to forget about these things. So we're not picking on anybody if you do. But the the relief factor, to your point, is just fantastic. And it's often not very expensive. And it's pretty easy to accomplish. And it can be done with a phone call to your advisor. Uh, or if you if you don't have an attorney, your advisor can probably recommend you one. Often, many yeah. many advisors have a few attorneys they go to for these kinds of things. So it's a very easy thing to accomplish. It's pretty low hanging fruit to, to knock it off the, the bucket list there. Yep. And again, it's not sexy. It's not great dinner conversation, mm-hmm. but man, when you need it and it's done, you're, you're going to just, you're so much happier. Oh yeah. And I had that experience recently with someone who passed away um, and, and unexpected from the standpoint of, you know, they weren't looking at something having happened, but we had done the work uh, about two years previously. And it, I mean, they passed away the middle of March. And by the end of May, uh, even before that, really, their whole state was settled, done. I'm talking about through the probate process, the court, everything was done. And if you do it right, it's easy. It's really easy. Yeah. Well, you know, again, it's a simple thing to do. It starts with a phone call, mm-hmm. right? So just yep. reach out to your advisor or your attorney or both. Uh, mm. but they can certainly point you in the right direction when it comes to fixing those documents. Wills, trust, powers of attorney, uh, certainly really important. And maybe COVID even taught us a bit more of that as well because they're certainly sure. got even more complicated with some of that. I'm going to combine two and three here, Mike, on these next two because they kind of will go hand in hand. Uh, yeah. I have long-term care projections and also life insurance. So let's just kind of combine them and say, in general, Again, boring dinner conversation, anything to do with insurance, right? And most people, I think we all think about insurance of any kind as a giant waste of money most of the Mm. time. House insurance, car insurance, uh, I don't know, pet insurance, like whatever it is that you have, right? It it seems like, oh, what a big waste of money until you need it. Right. And then your super flood insurance, right? Who cares? And then all of a sudden you need it and you're like, oh my God, I'm so glad I had that. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, we seem to be just a, an overinsured uh, society, you know, whatever. So oh, indeed, f- indeed. Things we're trying to protect against. But, you know, there are some things that are reasonable. And and when you're thinking about your your family and the people you love and that you're protecting and want to take care of and guard their lives and all that kind of stuff, um, you, you, you know, it's a good idea to consider what would things be like if I Either one was still working and all of a sudden I'm incapacitated and I need nursing care, either at home or in a facility or, or what have you. Or 
and I'm in retirement and I'm living off my assets. And now all of a sudden I got to start taking out more of them to be able to provide for this care for myself or for my spouse or a, a loved one in the family that I'm uh, responsible for. Um, how, how are you going to pay for it? And how's that going to affect everybody around you, including yourself? And, uh, you know, ultimately you die and, um, you know, is there enough left for the ones that are remaining behind to take care of themselves? And, and so, you know, your planning does all that kind of stuff and, and you have resources outside of insurance, but if there's a gap, boy, it's incredible. The pleasure. I, I, in fact, it's really funny. I have a good friend who's also a client that some years ago, I asked him why he had the amount of insurance he had. He says, because the day I die, I wanted it to be the happiest day for my family. <laughs> Knowing that they're getting a little bit. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Uh, you know, I, I get it. That's, that's, that is a real reliever so that you can focus on other things besides money and finances and to have things really set. But you don't have to do overkill, right? It can be. No, I mean, like, you know, I mentioned the pet insurance because, you know, that can seem like overkill. Although you say that and it's the whole point of our topic this week, right, is, you know, things that don't matter till they do. Well, my dog blew out both of her ACLs in her back knee, in her back right legs, uh, which I didn't even know dogs had ACLs, first of all. I guess I should have assumed (laughs) they did. Uh, And it was like $2,500, you know, per knee. Yeah. You know, yeah. and so right. having the, we had, my wife got pet insurance because she was getting older and she had, I was like, what? And she was like, it's like, it was like $3 a month or something like some sort of uh, add on, right? Uh, Super cheap. And, and it wound up picking up like almost half of the, the vet bill. So I was like, well, hot diggity dog. No pun well, intended. That's something new. I didn't know that you could buy pet insurance that cheaply for that, that kind of stuff. So that's interesting. Yeah. That's well, we, so, you know, I guess I won't <laughs> drop names so that we don't, you know, have any issues with the compliance right. and stuff, but the insurance company we have, we obviously we have big umbrella policy with multiple things, right? Multiple yes. cars and homes and so on and so forth and uh, things of that nature and i yeah i guess for whatever the deal was they just said hey here's this other little thing and uh, oh so you can add it on to an umbrella or yeah something. we added it gotcha. on it was yeah so very I, interesting i mean again things don't matter till they do right yeah yeah that's i mean right. at that's the end right. of the day it cost me five grand to get this dog fixed but it only cost me like you know 2700 yeah yeah so hey very nice. there very you go nice. paid for itself in one uh it in, did in one that's dog right. visit. One shot. but that's right. a like that's like a lot of insurance right i mean we all feel yeah. that way about a lot of insurance you know you pay your car insurance maybe you paid car insurance for 30 years and never had an accident right it's not like you go out and say you know what i'm gonna go run this thing into a telephone pole so <laughs> right. i can get my money back you know uh, but it, right but if the topic <laughs> and the point is it don't matter until they do you're yeah, dang sure don't. glad you've got it when it does that's happen either. exactly yeah yep. okay all right, well, let's just do one more, Mike, and then we'll wrap it up this week. And okay. that is uh, things that don't matter that they, till they do. Well, lifetime income streams mm. might, I mean, hopefully we're realizing that this thing should matter, right? But maybe sometimes we kind of think about it as, I don't know, it's just kind of an afterthought or whatever. And it really shouldn't be because with, I, I love the saying, the income is the outcome, right? So if you don't have mm. any income, what do you expect your outcome to look like? Mm. Not yeah. going to be so great, right? So you right. got to have these assets to draw down on. Uh, and they matter quite greatly. And it can't just be like, I mean, it used to be just be pension and social security, but that's just not mm-hmm. the case mm-hmm. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people's incomes have exploded over the years and, and social security doesn't necessarily replace uh, enough of that. And, you know, when you think about replacing your income that you have during your working years, uh, just imagine yourself if you're still working and you come to one day and suddenly it's the day that you're retiring, whether it was voluntarily or involuntarily because of something that happened. And um, you know, you've been used to getting X dollars and now all of a sudden you're going to get X times one half of those dollars. 
can you change your lifestyle on a dime like that and live on half of what you were making or three quarters of what you're making or whatever? It's, it's not something that's just so easily done. We used to, as advisors, be told, you know, you need to plan on about 70 to 80% of your income being replaced in retirement. That's how you calculate your needs and all that kind of stuff. That just isn't necessarily so. Now, there obviously are some things that go away when you retire, like you're not necessarily saving in a 401k like you were or in an IRA. You're not having certain expenses like maybe as much gas expense and maybe car repair or you know, replacing cars as often or whatever as when you are using them more frequently and wearing them out more. Uh, maybe the clothing budget drops a little bit. But there's a lot of other things that can pick up the pace, like maybe health insurance cost is going to be more significant now, or, or maybe the cost of going to doctors or medications or whatever, you know, all kinds of stuff that can right. add to your expenses. And so having uh, income there that you're not just saying, I, man, I got to hang on to this nest egg because if it runs out, I don't have enough money to meet these expenses. Uh, you know, generating an income from various sources, including Social Security and the pension or the 401k that you accumulated over your lifetime. Um, those, those things can be great. You know, rental income, if you have rental properties. Again, I'm not a big proponent of this because that can become cumbersome uh, at some point for many people. In fact, I, I know very few people that have uh, lived their life owning their real estate all the way. I just can't think of one single person that said, I'm going to own these till I die. You know, they right. came a point where they said, I got to be done with this stuff. This is just more than I want to have. Yeah. Stuff. Sometimes I think it turns into a boat scenario. If you've ever owned a boat, you know what yeah. I'm talking about. Can. And I'm sure there are people that have done well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I, I guess Trump is planning on doing that, right? And other real estate magnets like that. But they got a little bit different animal. It's more of a business that's continuing on as opposed to, you know, just some ownership. A couple of properties or something for, yeah, residual income. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, things to consider. What, what are those sources that are going to be there that are going to help me be able to go through, not just ease into retirement, but go through retirement well and, and not run out of money? from having to hit other things too heavily. There you go. All right. So there's some things to ponder. A lot of times there's things in life that we just don't think about uh, their importance until we actually need them. Like I mentioned earlier, fire extinguishers, kind of forget about them until you need one. You know, smoke alarms, airbags in the car, life insurance, legal documents financially. Some of the things that we covered today on the podcast, they seem kind of just not that important until you need one. And then it's maybe the most important thing you might actually need. So do yourself a favor and make sure you're having a conversation with your advisor that you're up to date on all the things that you need to have in place. Uh, as we get older, as we get closer to retirement, make sure our beneficiary designations are the right way that we want them, things of that nature, all of that good stuff. And it's usually pretty easy and it's pretty low hanging fruit to get taken care of. Simply reach out to your advisor and make sure that these things are checked off the list. And you can call Mike at 336-668-4338. That's 336-668-4338. The time this podcast is going to be dropping out, there's probably just a little bit less than a week to go before Mike's baseball event. So if you have not reached out to him, I don't know if it'll be too late at this point, Mike, or not, but nope. they can certainly yeah, check. Yep, they can. All right. Well, then go check, folks, spcinvesting.com. That's spcinvesting.com. S as in Sam, P as in Paul, C as in Cat. Investing.com. Stop by the events tab. Make sure you're set up to come to the baseball game on the 31st. Is that right? Yes. Yep. yep. Okay. Saturday, July 31st. There you go. And then, of course, don't forget, while you're there, subscribe to us on uh, Spotify or, or uh, 
Can't even think of the other ones now. Apple, Google, there we go. <laughs> All those different platforms that you can you know, check out podcasts on. Most of those are already on your phone already in whatever form you're using. If you're an Android user, you've probably got Google Podcasts on your phone pre-installed. You can simply open the app and type in strategic planning, so on and so forth. So we're going to let you go this week. Thanks for hanging out with us. Mike, my friend, thanks for your time. I uh, hope you guys have a great event. I will talk to you shortly after in August. Sounds great. It's been good, Mark. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon, and uh, watch out for those state-controlled thermostats. They're everywhere. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next time here, folks, on Strategic Planning with Mike Flanders. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.